Get Up with Mitchell and Michael. On Hit 96.1. Good morning, everybody. My name is Mitchell Timmy. This is Michael Ross. Good morning, everyone. And welcome to the Mitchell and Michael show. We have the Billie Eilish around the industry. Are we good? No one knows. No, number one. It's just always on. Hottest 100 Must number be all right. <laughs> <laughs> Grammys? Uh, yeah. She's, she dresses like a like a sort of punk version of your grandma which at is, times. Which is us. I can be the punk version, you can be the grandma. That, like, like a poncho yeah. sort of thing. Anyway, coming up in 10 minutes time, you challenged me to try a new product. Oh. Uh, you think it's changed your life? And you would have to say that even even last night at the old boys' night, the, the boys uh, jumped on board and were shocked you haven't had this product yet. Well, I just thought... Maybe it was time to put it away at the age of about two or three. Yeah, I didn't realise that in your late 20s you pick it back up again. You, you do. And uh, what is that product? And is it even good? Let's find out in 10 minutes. But up next, about two and a half minutes time, it's the way we kick it off. We need to know if the weekend will be good. So we can dive into the local paper, read the comic book strip. Depending on whether it's good or not, we'll determine how good the weekend will go. It's the longest running segment in the history of the show. The history of radio. And it's never failed. If they're funny, good weekend. If they're not, bad weekend. It's next. Friday, Friday Fridays. Hit 96.1. It's Mitchell and Michael. Hit 96.1 is 606. Medusa, Becky Hill, and good boys. There's Mitchell and Michael. Chad to Medusa once. Uh, his English isn't great, but he is hilarious. Where's, where's you, he from? He's uh, Italian. Yeah. Yeah, he's a nice guy. Uh, <laughs> it's in the podcast somewhere. Uh, guys, diving into the local paper. It is time for Friday Funnies. Uh, Got to read the comic book strip. Depending on whether it's funny or not, will determine how good your weekend will be. Uh, very important. I mean, we've got Bay Escape. Uh, Port Mac on the weekend, uh, yes. Bayside, uh, uh, hang out at the bay. This way to the bay. I don't know what it's called, but it's going <laughs> to be delightful. Yeah. And there's a whole bunch of other stuff on. Huge weekend around Limestone Coast. So these need to be good. Longest running segment in the history of the show, so you know what's good. Uh, Clancy, we're going to dive into first three panel comic, uh, likes to side with the old regional farmer. Oh, yes. uh, super relatable uh, to everyone. Listening right now. Uh, Clancy, looks like he's doing well in the business. He's got three workers working today on the farm. Ooh, yeah, he normally things are going well. Yeah. Good harvest. Yeah. Uh, one of his workers says, uh, have you ever won an argument with Clancy? Obviously talking to one of the other workers. And then his worker says, once. Ooh. In this dream I had. Because hey. <laughs> hey, it didn't really happen. Because uh, you, can't, you yeah. can't argue with the boss. You can't argue with the boss. You you'll never win. Boss knows all, especially Clancy. Clancy. Yeah. You don't like it, you can leave. You know, he'd be one of them bosses, yeah. wouldn't he? Yeah. Diving to uh, the local paper, whether this is good or not will determine how good your weekend will be. Gen Y loves making fun of the millennials, doesn't it? Yeah. He really loves making fun of them. Well, they're walking together. Uh, Gen Y's friend is with him, and he's saying, I asked my girlfriend to be more loving. Oh, very relatable, am I right? Us <laughs> <laughs> millennials struggle with relationships. How did she respond to that? He says. And then the friend says, she went out and got two more boyfriends. <laughs> That's right on the money. That uh, it's like they're in my life. <laughs> Mitchell and Michael, here 96.1. 96.1, it's 6.20. Mitchell and Michael and Mitch... You have discovered the the brand new world that is wet wipes. 
Yes. Are you thinking wet wipes with my face to remove my makeup? No, 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 no. 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 Think lower. Much lower. Lower, lower, lower. It's good now, enough. Babies is good enough for me. <laughs> <laughs> that should probably be a, like a, a slogan, you know? When do we care most about ourselves? As a baby. As a baby. We spend all this care on a baby. Why don't we do it when we get older? We're talking about, of course, as a baby, use wet wipes to clean up the nether regions. Uh, I was telling Michael Ross yesterday uh, how using just plain old toilet paper. Oh, yeah, by the way, um, like a uh, warning. There's going to be a lot about toilet stuff right now, so <laughs> apologies. Uh, but, yeah, just using toilet paper. Like, what is it, the 60s? You know what I mean? It doesn't make any sense. What do you mean? It's a, like it's done us well for for many years yeah, now, many decades. It has, but it's time to move on. So I was telling you about uh, wet wiping the yes. the nether regions, and last night, boys' night, uh, there were two other men, manly men, manly, that could cook, men. fish, four wheel drive, beards. <laughs> uh, they drank beer. They too wet wiped. That was three men that had wet wiped. You had not, and we needed a review. Well, I went out to the shops and I picked up some wet wipes, and just uh, I made this mistake. Yes. Did you get like the makeup remover, like dead old <laughs> ones? Because that can be dangerous. That could be a bit. Birdie. You just get you get the ones that look like you'd you'd give them to a baby. Well, yeah, mine say baby wipes. Yeah, good, good. good uh, I picked good. those up, and I, I felt strange buying them. No one knows that I don't have a baby. It's true. Or that my partner hasn't asked for them because women seem to use them quite a bit more. Yep. But I was very, I was very much embarrassed. Sort of hid them under the rest of my shopping and quickly scanned them. I hate to, I hate to let you know that uh, people in Lime Coast do judge us for what we buy in the groceries. <laughs> I was like, oh, you get those, are you? So I had my wet wipes, and I, uh, it took me maybe a couple of hours after buying them. But then I got like a, whoop, okay, it's time, to, it's time to go yeah. give them, the, give them the old test. Uh, I did my biz. Yep. I opened up the packet. What was the level of biz we talking? Uh, I would say a, a normal. Just normal, a, like, normal, yep. It was, uh, there wasn't much to clean up. Yep. And there wasn't nothing. Yep. Those beautiful moments yeah, where there's yeah. nothing just to clean standard, up at all. Uh, standard day at the office. So I, I took out the wet wipe and I proceeded to uh, <laughs> uh, clean up yeah. in the nether regions. Yeah. And... Uh, the the temperature was the first thing that you noticed. A bit of a, ooh. It's like oh, a bit cold, yeah. a bit cool, uh, but refreshing. Yeah, like refreshing. However, I don't feel that it did necessarily any better than my toilet paper. I just ended up. I just ended up feeling moist, <laughs> and I had to then use toilet paper to then get rid of the residual moisture because I didn't want. I didn't want a wet backside. Okay. But I appreciate that I know I know in my mind that I would be cleaner. Yeah. So this is my dilemma. Look, there's two options. You can do the full baby thing, which is get the little thimble or a little bit. Thimble? Like you get a little bit up, a little bit up, a little, little circle motion. <laughs> I mean, you can do that, but you don't have to. Can I suggest normal toilet paper? Yeah. And then finish it off so you with a wet wipe. You th- think finish on it? Yep. Just as a little yep. little refresher, yep. like I a moist towelette at a chicken place. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Give us your give us your thoughts. <laughs> I'm not sure I'll take it up fully, but they're there now if I need them. Hit ninety six point one. So no doubt, right now, hit ninety six point one.
Hit only 6.1. 6.44 right now. Billionaire, I'd take 100 bucks. Travi McCoy and Bruno Mars. Tell you what, Travi McCoy would take 100 bucks right now too. He would. Where are you, Travi? (laughs) (laughs) I like your music, but where'd you go? Hey, coming up after 8 o'clock this morning, there's a shortage of doctors in Limestone Coast. Oh, yeah, the GP weight's apparently just getting out of control. And one of our good friends of the show is going to help the Limestone Coast out. We got a doctor, do we? Dr. D on after 8 o'clock this morning. Oh, the doctor is in. <laughs> now, I don't get that reference, but my mum would. <laughs> what do you mean? The doctor is in apparently means like it's from a TV show or something. I don't know. I think you... it's just a saying. No, it's like a, from a TV show. I don't know. Are you 40? Hit 96.1 Limestone Coast Facebook page. What does it mean? Last week yep. on the show, Mitch, I revealed that I had been to the lovely little town... Of Pelican Point. Oh, yes, which you called Point Pelican. And we were mercilessly crucified for getting the name wrong, and I do apologise. We really were. But I found out I wasn't, in fact, in Pelican Point. I was in Gerloff Bay, which is a bit closer to Carmata Rocks. Yes, so what you did is you gave a horrendous review. Six out of ten. To Point Pelican at the time. Yes. Uh, and you basically tanked a whole tourism business for a community. <laughs> and I was reading an article that was saying you can start to sue people for incorrect reviews of your restaurant or your place of business because it's starting to cost hundreds of thousands of dollars for this very reason. I can guarantee you, Michael Ross, you're a very influential man, that uh, Pelican Point had zero visitors on the weekend because of you. Well, I was supposed because to... Because of... Yes, no, well. you, you sit there for a second. Because <laughs> of you... I gave it a 6 out of 10. I tried to correct the statement. I, I gave Gerloff Bay the 6 out of 10. Mm. And I had to go and write my wrong this weekend gone. Yeah, told you to. Uh, do you have your review ready? I do not. Why not? Because it was bad weather. And I did not want... Oh. That to be a factor in Pelican Point's review. Wasn't bad enough for you to give it a horrible review? No, well, I had, I had, I had good weather the, the time I went. Well, I, thought, you I gave, went. I thought I went, gave a bad review. Because if you imagine if it was raining, that place would have gotten like a four out of ten. That's a good point. It is a, it is a good Pelican Point there that you have. But this weekend, it's fine and sunny. It is nice and sunny. The bay escapes on as well. I'm probably yep. going to... So swing past Port Mac, have a little bit of like... No. A, a, little, no. a little bit of cray. No. off I go. No. Pelican Point first. First. Because I don't want you like having all of your fun at Port Mac and then going, oh, I just want to get home. And then going through Pelican Point being like, oh, okay. boring. I all want right. you to go there first. So tomorrow I'll go there first. Yeah. Pelican Point... I'll get an actual review because I don't want to be sued by the people of Pelican Point yep. for my unfair review. Uh, should be good weather. I want you to leave to an actual Google review because you can review towns. I would like an actual Google okay. review of I Pelican sh- Point I shall do that. I shall on Monday. A Google review that you could all read yep. on Google Maps. Pelican Point coming tomorrow. Hit 96.1. Get on up. Get up with Mitchell and Michael on Hit 96.1. 26.1654 Dua Lipa there with physical. I like a bit of Dua Lipa. I like a bit of physical. <laughs> I also like the Limestone Coast at the little towns dotted around. Yeah. I went to Pelican Point 
a couple of weekends ago. Which you called Point Pelican. Yes. Man, uh, man I apologize. of the people. Uh, Pelican Point, as it should have been called, gave it a 6 out of 10. Yep. Then found out I was in the wrong place. I was in yep. Girl Off Bay. She gave 6 out of 10 to Girl, Girl Off Bay. Bay. You said to right the wrong to go and re-review. Yep. I decided last weekend was not the right conditions. It was too wet and windy. Look, I didn't sounds, want to affecting it. Sounds like a convenient excuse, but I will take it because yes, if it's not a great wet, not great weather, you will pass that on to poor Pelican Point. And you can get you can get sued for like unfaithful reviews. Yes. So I do need to fix this. Yep. Adrian from Carpenter Rocks though has some advice. About Pelican Point. What do you think, Adrian? Look, I'm going to give you a little bit of advice. Yes. Don't go to Pelican Point first. Why? Because it's just going to ruin your whole <laughs> day. <laughs> Why is this? First at Port Mac, and then just be like, I'm going to take the scenic route home, drive through Pelican Point because I can guarantee you, you ain't stopping for no <laughs> there. What? Why is Pelican really Point? Don't like Why Pelican is Pelican Point, Point so bad? Because there's nothing there. It's just a road through a pissant town. What? What is? What? Can you say something nice about it? Is there any good points there? Um, there's coastal views. Okay, I what, look forward to the views. What is there? Is there like any form of shop or anything that he could stop at? No, there's nothing. Could I stop at someone's house there? Well, there's lots of old people, so I'd probably appreciate the company. Oh, yeah, they got go. a little bit of a we'll tea away from because he's, we need him to do something there. We need an activity. Okay, you could maybe swim, but that would probably be all I could recommend. Okay. Okay. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> so drop it on some old folks. Have a bit of a swim. Look at the coastal views. And then get the hell out. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Thanks. Don't hang at all. Thanks, mate. All right, see you guys. So I will be heading to Pelican Point tomorrow first. Yep. Before the Bay Escape, yep. so that I'm not tainted in any way. Yep. I get the full experience, and I will leave an actual Google review of the town. And I want at least one positive thing, because... That place is getting hammered. (laughs) Stick around, find out on Monday, or head to Google tomorrow to find out my thoughts (laughs) on Pelican Point. We're going to use sport and weather for you next. And coming up after 7.30 this morning, what's the worst part of your job? Oh, this bit. Have you heard heard what Zuckerberg makes his staff do? No. I'm going to tell you after 7.30. 96.1724. We're going to use sport weather on the way. And coming up in what's trending, what is actually happening when you sleep with wet hair. Look forward to that one. Right now, though, uh, coming out of a bit of entertainment news, Michelle Bridges. You may remember her from The Biggest Loser. She was one of the coaches of the Australian version. Yep. Uh, She is in a spot of trouble. Yep. Uh, She pled guilty as well to uh, drink driving, effectively. She blew over the limit while operating a vehicle. And she had a baby in the back. And, yes, her five-year-old son was in the back. That makes it more serious. Yep. And she fronted up court, pled guilty, so she knew she was in the wrong. Uh, But her lawyer, interestingly, threw up an excuse as to why she should be treated with more leniency. Okay. uh, Which the judge did not like. He said, uh, you must give her leniency because she has changed so many lives. She's (laughs) She's helped so many people lose weight, and she's like an inspiration and a great member of the community. He said, she is a special person and therefore deserves special consideration. She is better than those peasants. 
is that's effectively <laughs> what he's thrown up, and the judge has gone, "No, I'm sorry, justice does not work like that. There is not a tier of people." Just a terribly lame excuse. And so I wanted to find some of the other lamest excuses for crimes. And uh, in 2013, there was a guy in the UK who uh, got arrested because he uh, was seen to be uh, hiring the services of an an escort oh, yeah. uh, on the street. Yeah, we've all been there. And uh, the police, they stopped him. They questioned him. They said, sir, uh, what are you doing? And he said, oh, no, no, it's not what it looks like. This uh, this lady of the night is simply telling me where to buy tomatoes. Oh. <laughs> and he was adamant, and he held that excuse all the way through his <laughs> charge and punishment. No, she was showing me where to get ripe, juicy tomatoes. Do you want to know something that might get me in trouble? What? Yeah, stop it. <laughs> Once when I was in China, when I was 17, okay. yes. me and my friends were bored and there were three of us and we had a table tennis table in the hotel and we were there for a basketball trip and we didn't have anyone else to play table tennis with. And I don't know how China works in, in all the places, but in this particular place, you could go to a certain level of the hotel and hire a... Uh, Lady of the night, oh, if you will. Of course. Yep. And uh, we pulled our money together and uh, secured the services so we'd have a fourth person to play table tennis with. I don't know if that's okay. I don't endorse it, but it was a great round of tennis. And a great excuse. Oh, yeah, that works in as well. But no, in that situation, it was... No, it, was it was for table tennis. It yes. definitely was for table tennis. It was, 100%. I'm uh, not doing the thing where I go, it was. No, it 100% was. It was just ping pong. Just <laughs> putting weather. Next. Get up with Mitchell and Michael. On Hit 96.1. 96.1, it's 7.43. Stick around. Coming up in five minutes' time, we're going to tell you how you could make your way to the world-famous rooftop we are talking about what you bring back to the region, though, because, you know, being out of the metropolitan areas of Australia, we have a lot on Limestone Coast, but we don't have everything. No. And uh, Tom, he likes to bring back Nando's. Yep. In Perth, we love to take Krispy Kreme from Melbourne or Sydney all the way back to Perth. Yep. And then I mentioned that my parents would take KFC from Perth up to northern WA up to sort of the mining regions. Like eight hours away. Yeah, uh, with buckets of KFC. And then local Jess, she sent us a message, and she said she did the exact same thing. Because she lived in... She says, I remember boarding the plane for Parabadoo in the Pilbara for my first teaching job, went to, <laughs> went out, like, went to put my hand luggage overhead, and there was no room. It was full of KFC buckets. And we checked with Jess. What year was this? Because my parents, they were going up there. Mum lived in Parabadoo prior to about sort of 1989, late 80s. Oh, okay. They came down to Perth permanently. But but mum lived in Parabadoo. This was still happening in the year 2000. Oh. So this tradition continued. And I still... Parabadoo would still to this day not have KFC. So I I would wager that they are still taking KFC up there. To this day, how how many people live in Parabadoo? It's a very small place. I don't know. It's what, like what's the equivalent of it here? Do you know in Limestone Coast? I would feel that 
it's probably now the size of maybe Narracourt. Oh, okay. But back in the 80s, it would have been much smaller than that. Okay. And they're taking city, city slicker food back to the country. How you doing, mate? I'm checking the population of Parabadur. Oh, okay. Now, it says here that in 2006, 1,600 people lived in Parabadur. Sorry, how many people do you think live in Narracourt, Michael? I don't know how many people live in Narracourt. I took a, I took a stab. How many people live in Narracourt? Uh, 6,000. 6,000. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but go on. You Just times it by five. No, go on. You city slicker. You think everything's a little country town? <laughs> Get on up. Get up with Mitchell and Michael. On Hit 96.1. 96.1, it's 8.10 right now, and stick around at 8.50 this morning. We'll be drawing our caller of the week. 60 bucks up for grabs to the Gambia Hotel. Buy a Kunara wine at the G this month for your chance to win lunch in the vineyards. 13, 12, 16 is the number you need to get in the running for Caller of the Week. Mitch, Limestone Coast is uh, at a bit of a shortage at the moment. There aren't that many doctors for the number of people that there are, you know? We all need to go see our GPs, and sometimes the wait lines can be quite long. Yeah, and they try their hardest. They do. But there's a lot of... Uh, Mount Gambia has some of the sickest people <laughs> out there, so we often have to go to the GP, and you have to wait for ages. And we want you to get checked out, but we also we don't want you to wait forever, so we've opened up a new service. We can help. In fact, an actual doctor can help. Dr. D, joining us once again. <laughs> Welcome, Dr. D. Hi, Michael Mitchell. How are you going? That's uh, actually Mitchell Michael for branding purposes. <laughs> oh, my apologies. No, that's okay. Uh, now, last time we spoke to you, Doctor, when you offered this service before, uh, you had done all the study to become a doctor. Uh, are you, in fact, a real doctor now? Look, on a technicality, I am. Yes. Um, but I would point out that although I'm registered under the medical board, it's a provisional registration, so it's kind of like being on your P-plates. Ah, okay. Yeah, well, it's just fine. You got a license, mate. It's so fine. no doctoring after twelve, and no turbos. <laughs> <laughs> yes, correct. That's ah. exactly it. Yes. Now, uh, anything you say here, you you can diagnose someone just from a few vague descriptions of what they have. Is that correct? Uh, that is not correct. <laughs> <laughs> so detail, detail is better than you would like as much detail as we can give. Uh, details are great, but I, I don't think any of the advice I give is a replacement yeah. for an yeah. actual consultation with a qualified doctor, preferably yeah. a GP. Yep. Yeah. So basically, you're saying no need for blood tests, no need for scans. You've Just got it all. Call us now, thirty twelve sixteen, and Doctor D can take care of it. Yep. Sound good? Um, it's it's not ideal. No, <laughs> I, I'm not saying that. Awesome. No. Now, Doctor D, uh, before we get to the the callers, thirteen twelve sixteen. Uh, anyone, if you want to know. Uh, what your doctor thinks you might have, uh, give us a call. But I have, I was uh, playing basketball once two years ago uh, and I got a finger in the eyeball. And you might be thinking, Mitch, that's a bit dramatic. No, I got someone got their finger about two to three centimeters into my eye socket. Jeepers. Yep. <laughs> and it's, <laughs> it's always good cool when your doctor says jeepers. jeepers. Um, like an old timey doctor. Yeah. Uh, now I can see out of it, uh, but it still hurts. What does that do? Wait, so you had this accident two years ago? Yeah. Like, I went and did all the doctor stuff then and the optometrist stuff there, but, like, it still hurts now. And then every time I see the optometrist, he goes, ah, you should be fine. There's nothing wrong with it. But it still hurts. 
So it's been hurting for two years? Yeah, on and off. Okay, and besides your optometrist, you haven't seen anyone else about it? There's no one else to see. I've only got one eye. No, there's only <laughs> no, there's no one else to see. Uh, there's like only like one optometrist. Okay. Um, well, I guess you should, if your optometrist says it's all right, you should probably get it reviewed by your GP, um, and they might be able to prescribe you something for the pain. Awesome. That's now done the opposite effect of you being on the show. Yeah, because now, yeah. now the GP is more busy. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I, I guess I can't really like actually see your eyes or, or examine it properly. Mm. It's a fair point. It is hard to hear hear an eye properly. <laughs> uh, we do have yeah. we do have a little bit of mail sent in. Yeah. Uh, we'll call her Jacinta. She would like to keep to keep anonymous, but Ooh. she's got all the symptoms here okay. for you, Doctor D. Uh, yeah, sure. We're looking at uh, she's suffering from like a like a fatigue and a bit of a loss of appetite, and she's noticing that on her skin, there appears to be uh, the beginning of like some blisters uh, that are quite itchy. Whereabouts on the skin are we talking? Uh, we're talking sort of like, it's starting on like sort of arms and, and stomach. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, Sorry, I'm not the doctor. Uh, doctor, this is probably your area. In your professional pea-plater opinion... Uh, what what do you feel that uh, we'll call it Jacinta? What do you think Jacinta has? Oof! Again, there's there's so many things. Like, uh, I guess splitters on the skin could be an allergic reaction. It could be beginning of something infective, like chickenpox or measles. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And I don't know if it ties in with the fatigue or not, because the fatigue could be part of a skin problem, or it could be some other problem on top of it as well. I guess it'd be good if I could meet with her and have a consultation or if she could see another professional and okay. so again, look that, see a GP. See okay. a GP. Now, we're going to need you. Okay, take your pee plates off for a second. Okay? okay. This is not a doctor's opinion. This so, is you just, don't, yeah. so you don't get... This is just D's opinion. This is just D's opinion. <laughs> Pretend we're not on air. Yeah. What does this person have? Um, a problem. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Dr. D. If you have any questions for Dr. D, send them in to Hit 96.1 Limestone Coast on Facebook. Yep. Uh, she does believe that she has chicken pox, Dr. Uh, yeah. D. So you were oh. you were on the money there. Uh, and yes, Jacinta, do go see a GP. Oh, but not if you're infective. Not if, okay, call, not if you're... Call ahead. Yeah, call ahead. It's probably best to do that. Oh. You don't want to spread it to someone else. Okay, we actually learned see, something. That's why you're here, Dr. That's D. That's why you're the people. Thank you for yeah. joining us this morning. Not a problem. It's Mitchell LaWigel. Hit 96.1. 96.1. It's 8.23. We've got new sport weather. What's trending all on the way. And after what's trending this morning, just on the other side at 8.30, what can you take to the movies? Oh, it is something we covered in close to three years ago. And uh, it's come back to haunt us. It's, it's still being debated. But we have the answer for you of what you can take to the Oatmeal Cinema, to your local movie theatres. We've got it for you after 8.30 this morning. Right now, though, coming out of Adelaide, a bit of news, there was a alleged break-in in Balaclava. What? What were they wearing? Well, it's a very appropriately named place, isn't it, for a break-in. Now, the police allege that... What do you expect name a place called Balaclava? <laughs> they allege that people broke into the house yep. and then... Changed the locks to the house okay. to then claim that they lived there. So they went, look, we got the keys to the house. There's no break in here. So they broke in a house that wasn't theirs. Yes. Then came in, changed the locks, and then say they live there. So they've locked the other person out. Yeah. Okay. This is, and so 
police, this is what they're alleging that they've done. And I just want to put ourselves now in, in the shoes of you can be the the criminal. Yep. Because you're Mitchell Tidley. Yeah, it makes sense. <laughs> Checks out. I would be police. Because Typecast. I believe I know the questions that you need to ask in this situation okay. to figure out that they do not, in fact, live in the house. Okay. And you just try to you weasel your way out. Okay. Give me an explanation for these okay. questions. So, okay. So, you got the keys to the house. Yep. So, the next question would be, uh, well, let's have a look uh, around at the... Oh, you got family photos. Yep. So, uh, who's this lovely woman here? What's her name? That's my wife, Carol. That's your wife, Carol. Yeah. Okay. She seems a bit, a little bit old for that. She, she's sort of like sixty. But you know, I should judge. Exactly. I uh, just wife, Carol. Sounds and then fun. you take that, and then yep. you take that, and you relay it to the p- people you believe who do own the house. Okay. So there's a piece of evidence there. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you know what? I'm really, I'm really thirsty. Uh, you know, it's a hard job being a police officer. Uh, can I have a glass of water? Yeah. The taps over there. I can see it. Oh, I don't know where your glasses are. Here we go. Oh. I don't know where your glasses are. Which cupboard? Oh, we don't use glasses here. We use our hands <laughs> like little bowls. Suspicious. Marking that down. Okay. Very suspicious. Okay. All right. Oh, what a beautiful little uh, study you have here. I, see, I believe you have a laptop there on the desk. Would you mind just logging into your laptop now, sir, to, to prove that it is, of course, your laptop? But we're having a conversation. That would be rude. But, but this is okay. I'm the police. Like, oh, it appears that you are unable to get through the password. Uh, my wife must have changed it. We don't know each other's passwords because that's an unhealthy relationship. <laughs> that's a very uh, potentially appropriate response. <laughs> suspicious. Still suspicious. And finally, uh, let's just quickly check the bedroom. Yep. Uh, can, you, uh, can you point me in the direction of your underwear drawer, Top please, drawer. sir? Top drawer? There's always top drawer. Oh, but I've opened this top drawer. Uh, there appears to be uh, women's lingerie. I said your underwear drawer, sir. I like the comfort. Suspicious, but again, appropriate. Appropriate. So basically it ends up the person that broke into the house, claimed the house, would get to keep it. <laughs> no, there's a bunch of evidence here. Oh. And just in those little things. And they... I don't think that's enough. Being real police officers would have found real evidence. But I'm saying in those few steps alone... You can help deduce whether or not they are, in fact, the owner of the All I learned from that little exercise that was if you were leading the investigation, I now would own the house. And all I know is that you have a healthy relationship with a 60-year-old woman, you enjoy wearing her underwear, and you drink water from your hands. Exactly. 6.1, it's 8.44. Coming up in about 10 minutes' time, we will draw our caller of the week. There is 60 bucks up for grab to the Gambia Hotel. 13.12.16 is the number you need. Now, we can also take your messages. You can send us a message. Hit 96.1, Limestone Coast on Facebook. Yep. And we got a message the other day, Mitch, uh, from M. Thanks for the message, Em. And uh, she asked a question that we thought we had cleared up a couple of years ago. Yeah, two and a half years ago. I think it was our first week on air in 2017 in November. It was to do with if food could be brought in to the oatmeal cinema, like what you could actually take in. Yeah, because we're pretty sure that you can take maybe some lollies, a bit of chocolate. But we had to we had to take like... Food. Yeah, because it was yeah. always that myth of, like, you got to smuggle it in. And yeah. I was like, oh, well, are we actually even supposed to? Well, at the time, this is what we found out. 
Um, I was wondering what your rules are with bringing outside food in. Uh, we just don't allow hot food, so you can bring your own snacks. Uh, I was going to bring a roast dinner. <laughs> Sorry, you can't bring your roast dinner in. What if it's cold? No. Oh, but you said hot. No, that's a good question. <laughs> okay, so I can't bring in my, fa- my fajita kit. No. Okay. Unless you've got a really big stable table to use it on. I do. <laughs> Obviously, Mitchell Tinley, very easy to deal with on yes. the phone. Uh, yeah, that's, that's what we were doing. So, hot food is a no. Yep. Always has been for the last two and a half years. Now, what did message the message say? What did M say? Now, M said that she had to eat her food in the foyer. Did she say that, hey, I remember you talking about this on the radio? Yeah, she said that. I believe I said that I took food to the movies. Yeah. Because I do take... Yeah. I take a drink and maybe a, a snack or mm. something. Not me. I, I support the movie theatre. Hey, I also get a combo, okay? Because uh, my partner loves their popcorn. Okay. It's delicious and buttery. Okay. I also like their choc tops. Yep. Is that good enough for you? Yeah, it is. <laughs> so I took a few things and she said, did I hear that correctly? The last time I went, mm. I had to eat it out in the foyer. Do love a good uh, two and a half years message related to a segment. But uh, I don't know. It was two and a half years ago when we said that. That person could have been fired. I don't know who that was on the phone. That person could have been fired that day. Because that was Yeah, they were like, that was so incorrect, you're fired. So we're not sure. Do we have to do more investigating? So no hot food is... Is definitely oh. out. Sorry, sorry, sorry. We're, we're getting we a live back. message. We're getting a live message back from Em. She says, ha, 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 I missed the bit about no hot food. Whoops. Thanks for cleaning that up. And there you go. <laughs> Mitchell and so, Michael. No hot food. Get on up. Get up with Mitchell and Michael on Hit 96.1. Oh, what a week it's been. You can catch up. Uh, oh, are you check it out. What are you doing? <laughs> Where are the wrong headphones? He's back. I'm back. Great week. Uh, check it all out on the podcast. Before we go, though, a uh, couple of little reminders. Head into San Piero. Uh, pick up your oh, yeah. medium or large takeaway uh, coffee. Maybe Pete sent me a message, because that's when iPhone guesses the name on your phone. Yeah. When they haven't actually been put into your phone. Uh, showed uh, how he was. He scanned the, the cup for uh, the person that came in. They won a free coffee. Oh, tremendous. And you can win instant free coffees or even be named the chosen one. And you get a month of free coffee just by heading in to San Piero Coffee Roasters today and pick up a medium or large takeaway. We do have to draw our collar of the week as well. 60 bucks for Gambia Hotel is going to Michelle. So when the kids are in trouble, you go the full name? Pretty much, yeah. Not not saying up the middle name, but definitely the first and the surname with everyone. Yeah. And I often often get the wrong one as well. Yes. Like said, I'm always calling the wrong name. So, Michelle, not only the winner of Mum Bingo for this week. The greatest game ever. We should take that live. We will be playing Mum Bingo again next Thursday. Yeah. That's the time to listen. 8 o'clock on a Thursday for Mum Bingo. Uh, we're nearly at the end of the show. We're just about done. We've helped so many people. We gave medical advice today on the show. Thanks to Dr. D. Check yep. it out on the podcast. We cleared up things oh. with the Oatmeal Cinema. Oh, just reading in the paper, front page of the paper, the Border Watch, schools urged to be sun smart. Come on, kids. You're never tougher than the sun. Never. <laughs> Coming from a pale young man like myself. So keep that in mind, kids. There you go. Helping out the community. One step at a time. It's Mitchell Michael. We'll see you next Monday from 6. Get on up. Get up with Mitchell and Michael. On Hit 96.1.